Good afternoon, foodies. Welcome back to another edition of Restaurant Magic with the Hotness and Sweetly. And we have decided to do our mid-year review, even though we're a little late because, you know, well, we're like in August now. But hey, better late than never. But we just wanted to check in um, with each other, figure out, you know, what we think so far this year. I mean, I know for me, things have been um, a little bit less frequently due to um, COVID, but we've been, you know, managing. So um, thank you so much for joining us. I'm the hotness and sweetly. Come on in, girl. Hey, (laughs) y'all. COVID ain't stopping us, y'all. We do have some stuff that we have done. So we're just going to chat and just lay back and relax, you know, and just give y'all some information about where we've been, where we're going, and what we're going to be doing. Yes, yes. (laughs) That makes sense. Things that we see in the future, (laughs) the hotness and sweetly and restaurant restaurant magic. I'll just go early to tell you what I see in the future for us. You know what I see? What you see? Us on Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay. I don't know what is up with her <laughs> in this Hell's Kitchen. Why does she want to deal with Gordon Ramsay? I can handle him. It's just like saying, okay, just put me in front of a den of lions and let them eat me alive. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing that one with her, y'all. You can do it. You're going to be the cook. And whatever Gordon dishes at us, guess what, sweetly? You're going to take it. I'm going to be right there behind you. <laughs> He might get some food in his face. No, I'm joking, joking. But I don't know. I'm I'm contemplating on it. Well, I um, submitted our application already. I know you did. Yes. So I'm sure after COVID, they'll get our application and be like, hey, let's bring the hotness and sweet in here. Let's see what they got. And I think, you know, I can cook alongside Chef Gordon Ramsay. Well, let's get back into reality because, you know, everybody's entitled to dream. <laughs> and that's what the hotness is doing. <laughs> and it's okay to dream. <laughs> but, dream big, y'all. Dream yeah, big. But not deadly. <laughs> you want us dead. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a gentle tiger. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's he how is, I see him. His, um, his roar is, is louder than his, or bite. than his bite. Is yes, that how you yes. say it? Oh, I okay. see the teddy bear inside mm, of Gordon. I'm glad you see it. <laughs> But look, guys, we have done some things this year. We have. Um, a couple of interviews. I think we've had about five or six. And we've been covert cautious. You know, we've been doing everything over the phone and making sure that, you know, we ha- haven't had any um, contact to keep not just ourselves safe, but our interviewers, interviewees. Is that what they are? Yes. Interviewees. interviewees. Keep them safe as well. Um, so I think the... F- Last one, we're going to go from the oldest to the yeah, newest. to the present. Yes. There you go. That's what we're doing. And it was Jolly's Catering Truck. Yes, Jolly's Catering. And we he was at Rex Hospital. We went and yes. hung out there. And that's before all this COVID happened. So we did get to meet them in person, him and his wife. Yes, yes, uh-huh. it was nice. Um, I think um, he's known for um, his fish. I remember him distinctly telling me that he had the best fried chicken and he was not afraid to cook his fried chicken up against anybody. So um, that's what I remember about him. So we had his food. I think you had a wrap. You had like a, a big mama's wrap, I think. It had like collard greens, mac and cheese yeah. and the fried chicken in it. Yeah. So um, It was he, good. Yeah, he had a wonderful story about how I think he had gone to prison or something. He got out mm-hmm. and he just started doing... And he went to culinary school. So yes. he's just not... Um, uh, 
kitchen soul food cook but he's an actual chef who you know got his training and everything but he didn't stay from his roots you know he's right. still he does cuisine i guess soul food mm-hmm. he wraps everything up together yeah <laughs> which yes. is the easy way to do it and it tastes good absolutely <laughs> and he is still doing i i follow him on instagram and he's been like ever since COVID, he's still out there cooking and providing i think uh, you know honestly i think the people or the entrepreneurs the business people that have the food trucks they're able to easily navigate this um, COVID-19 mandate that a lot of small businesses are facing because they can't open, Mm -hmm. they have to follow strict regulations. So Mm -hmm. I think um, if I was smart, I would definitely do the the food truck, sweetly. You think we want to do a food truck, you and me? We can sell hot dogs. From Ramsey to food truck. Wow. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, let let me tell you guys what the hotness said about Jolly's Catering. An event. Um, he does events as well. Absolutely. Uh huh. So on January 11th, that's when we um actually put this broadcast out. Um, the hotness said Jolly's food truck is not just about soul food. Owner Chef James is a specialized trained chef that takes his food truck and catering services all over. Chef James proudly boasts about all his wonderful dishes. Um, uh, his chicken wings uh most prominent mm-hmm. yeah and he said everybody loves his chicken wings in the triangle say what he is serious about his flavor and will be happy to cater businesses and athletic events weddings birthdays festivals chef J- james has an amazing story his food will certainly make you smile so if you haven't listened to that podcast then you need to go ahead um so you can hear more about him and um, smile. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, so he was really you, nice. What did you think about the food? What did you get? Do you remember? Uh, I I think I had the the chicken or the big mama's wrap. I can't remember. Some mac and cheese. I, I think, think you probably mom. had a lot of stuff. I you're know, greedy. Like I know. <laughs> I, I just am like a vacuum. I eat it all. <laughs> but I remember it was, it was pretty good. Do you remember what you had? Yeah, I had the wrap, like you said, okay. the collard greens and macaroni cheese, and it was um, fried chicken wrap. And okay. I think, oh, but we were with, um, we had Jimmy with us, so you know what Jimmy he had. Jimmy Every Dot Black yes. audience, check out his um, information, his website. Yeah. And he's on Hey, Patreon. Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, he had fish, of course. And uh, I think he liked it. He said it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And who do we do after Jolly's? Oh, who do we have after Jolly's? Mm-hmm. I remember um, Oak City Pizza. Oak City Pizza? <gasps> I love that place. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, oh, you do. that's the one. He has the big red oven, smoked oven. Yes. He was um, in Ghana, in the Ghana area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, I, I tell you, what I remember most about him, I think he had like a serious surplus of cash because he was the only person that I think we interviewed where he said he didn't have to get like um, loans, grants, or anything. He just found a place. You sure he didn't have a sugar mama? He, he might have had a sugar mama. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he <laughs> married up. I remember he was married. <laughs> Maybe he married up, um, but he was nice. And let's see, um, gosh, um, what was his name, sweetly? Was it Mike or Steven? 
I think it was Mike. Steven. Oh, Steven. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But he does calzones, pastas. Everything. Sandwiches. And I remember. Salads. Yeah, his Um, pizza was really, really, really good. It was that oven brick kind of pizza. You know that pizza you see and you see the flames and on it and then you got the little burnts on the crust. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And he had all kind of varieties. I think we had, did we do the chicken and um, feta cheese one? I think so. Yeah. And then we had, what else? Um, Did we have a calzone? You had, yeah, we did share yes. calzone. Yes. What was it, in that calzone? I can't remember. It was deliciousness. I think it had bacon in it. Mm-hmm. But I, what I remember about um, Stephen is that he did all his own ingredients. Yes. That's right. The dough, the, the sauce. sauce. I remember he worked at a hotel. He would do like testings and um, tastings with his um, co-workers to see yeah. what worked. But man, he figured it out. He did, and he has a wonderful staff. They were real cool. Really nice. And he delivers. He's in the heart of Ghana, right there, um, off of um, is it Old Ghana Road? Uh, let me see what's his name of that street. Oh, Fifth Street. Mm-hmm. He's right over there. He's inside of that little mall there where the food line is. Yes. So if you are listening to the audience, um, Oak City Pizza. Oh. I'm telling you. I mean, I was very much impressed, and it and it takes a lot to impress the hotness because you know I want to get with short chef Ramsey to figure out what we can do but Steven he's right up there with it I mean he was like can, producing can we just go work for Steven <laughs> <laughs> no we need someone to drive the ambition out of us to, to produce our best <laughs> so let's see what the hotness said about Oak City Pizza in Ghana North Carolina and then we put this broadcast out March 7th how does Oak City Pizza serve the best pizza in Ghana, North Carolina? Well, Stephen is his name, and he is the owner and chef of the restaurant, and he had a vision, and he did not stop until it came to reality. He did. He makes his own dough, creates his own sauces, and special ingredients. His mission is to prepare and serve the highest quality of foods. Wood fire pizza, calzones, pastas, sandwiches, and it all tastes delicious. You need to listen to this amazing story. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. yes. That was good. He was really nice. And I also still follow him on um, Instagram. And I see he's picked up traffic. People been going there and getting his pizza. Because you know what? You can't hide good quality food. I, I mean, think I went back several times. Yes. Once the word gets out, um, that's all it takes. Word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. I think that's the best advertisement. What do you think? I agree, especially if it's good food. I mean, go Steven. You will forever have a fan with the hotness and sweetly. Yep, we're going to come visit you soon. Okay, what was next, hotness? Coco Forte. I remember Coco Forte. You know how I remember, audience? Sweetly tried to eat up all the cupcakes and all the sweets. (laughs) Sometimes you think you have friends, foodies. But then you really find out. Exactly. <laughs> you have to tell everything. I have to. I have to. You were just, you know, misbehaving. And so that was with um Nicole McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the owner. And they did like, um I think, cheesecakes on a stick or something. Yeah, girl. Cheese I mean. Cheesecakes. Cheesecakes on a stick. And what else did she have? She, she had, had like, like a whole stuff. bunch of different um, cupcakes that she 
gave to us. And how and does she market her stuff? She's a little different. You can't like go to a store. She she delivers it to you. Okay. She delivers it to you. And yeah. she and she was proactive mm-hmm. with the COVID um, outbreak because she's already taking steps to make sure that her facility was clean. Employees wash their hands. All that. So she was definitely on top of it. Yeah. And, and her, I think that's around the time it just happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. And, you know, she was on top. So kudos to Nicole. Um, your food, desserts, I can't speak highly enough. I mean, I would So that means she did get some, y'all. So see, <laughs> I didn't eat them all. I had to fight her audience. I had to fight her. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fisticuff. I love that. <laughs> Amongst cupcakes. <laughs> of course, I won. Because, you know, when there's cupcakes involved... <laughs> It's um, live or die. <laughs> when it's any food involved, it's live or die. <laughs> you guys know that about the hotness. And look, but I really did enjoy them. They were really good. And not only did I enjoy her cupcakes, but I enjoyed talking to her. Mm-hmm. She's a really smart, intelligent Super smart. lady. Yes. She has it going on. On, I'm telling you guys, I can see her in the future. Um, she's gonna be big. We're gonna we're gonna know about her. We're yeah. gonna um, see Coco Forte desserts um, all around because mm-hmm. she does corporate events as well, mm-hmm. and so they know mm-hmm. like good quality, like nice. She can do the big cupcakes or the little baby cupcakes for parties and things like Everything. that. I mean, check her out, audience. I think because they deliver and not just to the Raleigh area, but I think they also branch out to different parts of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And her husband is involved yes. in everything she does. You know, kudos to the hubby. Yep. You know, um, he has her back. And that's very important, um, you know, when you're married and stuff. Because of entrepreneurship, and especially in the food industry, it can be time-consuming. Mm-hmm. So you really have to have somebody on your side that's um, that's not selfish and, and willing to um, share support you. Support you and, support. and believe in your vision and mm-hmm. figure out, hey, how can I help you become bigger? Exactly. So we did this one and aired it on March 21st. And Hotness said, did someone say chocolate dip cheesecake hey, on a stick? Yes, they did. Owner and chef Nicole um, shares helpful tips and information on running a successful business while serving wonderful and delicious desserts all across the Tar Heel State. Listen to her story on how Nicole and her husband began living in living the American dream. Coco Forte Desserts delivers within North Carolina, provides corporate catering, and has a dessert truck. Yes. She has a dessert truck, yeah, y'all. Yeah, I remember. I think they'd be sometimes be at the fair, North Carolina State Fair. I, I remember the she lines said that. are like super long for those mm-hmm. cheesecake, chocolate chip cheesecake on yeah, a stick. On a stick. Yeah, I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, that's cupcakes, it. chocolate covered strawberries, and cheesecake bites. Girl, mm. shut your mouth. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Where's she at? <laughs> I know. I know. It's just wonderful the gifts that God gives people to I deliver you. sweet things. To make us happy. Yeah, our, our palate needs, needs that. All right, you guys taking notes? You got to try these places out. They're local. So you guys that are in Raleigh, North North Carolina, Carolina. yeah, Mm -hmm. that are listening to us because the hotness has been telling me that we've been um, listening to all around the world. What's some of those places, girl? I mean, Canada loves us, okay? To our Canadian listeners, if you can figure out a way to get the hotness and sweetly out there, we will come. Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sweetly's had her COVID test, so she's good. I'm good. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've been to Italy, okay, and I'm still good, okay. <laughs> I was in the heart Ooh, talk of the about beast. Wiping your brow. <laughs> I was praying all the way. <laughs> yes, but yeah, so Canada, um, we've had um like Dubai, we've had um like people yes, in Peru. Did you Yes. Africa. Yes, Tanzania. She keeps texting me with all these places, and I'm like, who's listening to us now? What? Yes, what? yes. We love you, audience. <laughs> we we just so appreciate that. You know, we're just not talking to ourselves. <laughs> we're talking to other people too. They're listening. Yeah. But yes. but yes. And um, the next one we did, um, we did the uh, who was it, sweetly? We did off grid in color. And Chantel Johnson, she was the bomb.com, okay? She was a young African-American woman who came from Chicago. I think she said um, one of her relatives got shot. And so she just needed to decompress, get out of there, came to North Carolina, and she took up what? Farming. Farming. She does what? Pigs. Chickens. And turkeys. Yep. Yes. She's even rang some necks herself. Yes. She said it. I rang some necks myself. I yes. Kill the chicken girl. She said nothing to it but to do it. Yes. She's very humane. She's very humane because she loves her animals. She cares right. for them. She does. She she kills them with love. <laughs> she does. She does. So all the carnivores, the meat eaters, Chantel is taking care of you, yes. and we appreciate her for that. Yeah. I've even um helped support her farm because I think she's blown up after you. You know, um, COVID. I get COVID, yes, because mm-hmm, everything's fresh and right there, and man, and she does it herself. She does, she does, and so she has some, um, I think, like um, some like links, PayPal mm-hmm. links or something. If you mm-hmm. want to support her farm mm-hmm. and what she's doing for the community where she's at, but she's just awesome. I mean, I'm just like, how did you make that transition mm-hmm. from city girl? She has a story. The farm girl. So when mm-hmm. um, share with the audience when did we do that so they can go back and listen okay. to it? All right, let's see. Um, April fourth, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. And the hotness wrote. Chicago native Chantel made the move to be off the grid. Did she tell us what off the grid meant? Um, do you remember I that? Well, I do. Okay. But I'm not going to say nothing because the ones that haven't listened, you need to listen. Okay. So you'll know what off the grid means to her. To raise chickens, pigs, and turkeys in North Carolina, customers who have purchased Chantel's food has just said that her meats were amazing yes fresh meat that's the key mm-hmm. from um, off grid and color um you can taste the love chantelle gives her animals remember we said she kills them with love she does <laughs> you were telling the truth <laughs> she takes pride in raising each chicken pig and turkey to fulfill their purpose and loves doing it how does a city girl decide to become a country girl you need to listen to Tan- chantelle's story yeah, you need to listen to her story. But look, guys, we have more. But right now, we're going to step away for a little while. And um, we're going to come back with a second episode of just Our history. mid-cap, yeah. you know, review for the, for 2020. I mean, we are still doing the thing, right, sweetly? We are doing the thing, and we're not going to stop. How does that song go? No stopping. Hey. Uh-oh. Let me let not the hot. Let me sing. Let me sing. Let me sing. You're so rude. <laughs> No, I'm not going to sing anymore. You know my feeling. 
No stopping. No stopping. No stopping. No stopping. Okay, we're going to stop. We want y'all to keep listening. Look, this is our recap for 2020. Look, COVID ain't got nothing on the hotness and sweetly. That's so, right. Yeah, we'll be back. This has been the hotness and sweetly recap 2020. Bye now. Bye. Shouldn't laws be black and white? Doesn't everyone deserve the same treatment? For 15-year-old Gemini Berry, the answers are obvious. But then a crime shocks Gemini's small town and she learns that many adults see things in shades of gray. In Nika Chanel's novel, Just As the Sky is Blue, Gemini Berry is forced to grow up fast when her mother agrees to play a central role in a sensational murder trial that tears her small town apart. As the child spins out of control, secrets are revealed and old debts are settled and Gemini's life is ultimately changed forever. Order Mika Chanel's book, Just As the Sky is Blue. Just As the Sky is Blue is available on Amazon.com, Kindle, and Audible.com.